Welcome back, people. It's episode 50 of the Taxi Squad podcast of season two. We're almost at the 52-week mark. Look at us, Vinny. It's December 14th. We're moving. It's almost the end of the year. Can you believe it? I can't. Uh, 52? There's 54 weeks in a year, guys, so start doing that math. We're going to hit 54, and then it's going to be like, oh, shit. Back to episode one, season three. So I'm excited for season three. (laughs) But we got three more shows of this season, and we got to get them out. So let's do it, boys. I was close, Vince. All right, Jesus. You got to go making me look fucking stupid like that. All (laughs) right. I'm a math guy. (laughs) Can't defy the laws of math. Get Mm -mm. it right, Mike. No shot. Anyways, Vince, we got a lot to get into today, man. Yes, we we do. We got a lot. We got to talk a little strange and unusual. We actually have a good one today. We got some shit we got to talk about. Some of it good, some of it bad. And then we got some hot stove talk because it's in full effect. We're going to start talking a little bit about CFB, our NFL picks. It's bowl week. about the bowl week? It's bowl week. Kind of. Yeah, it's starting. It's the starting of bowl week. Excuse me. I mean, it's it's a little. But I mean, let's let's light this candle. So we are back with a strange and unusual. As if we'd never left. Uh, we really bring this heat when we know we got something with heat. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to go into the 90s Cowboys teams in, quote, White House. Hop in your time capsule, people. We're about to talk about the White House and not the one that you're thinking of. <laughs> go put on your starter jackets and Jordans, kids, because <laughs> we're going back to the 90s. So if you're familiar with the mid to late 90s Cowboys teams, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, just a great squad, won a handful of Super Bowls. These guys were also fucking party animals. <laughs> All right. Michael Irvin's known for the crack rock. Shout out to Frank Ocean, Troy Aikman, low key, and who knows what else. But you think was- Troy Aikman was there? Troy Aikman's white Jay-Z. I'm going to say he was there. You know what I'm saying? I'm just probably was. Troy had to be there once or twice. You know, maybe a fly on the wall. But they had a legitimate house that was simply owned for drug-fueled sex orgies. (laughs) All right. Where they would go recruit local topless strippers 10 at a time to come to the house. And you had to meet a specific criteria. All right. Which I get, you know, they're famous athletes. I mean, I'm just saying, this got to be so out of hand, people, that they had a special assistant to get them to and from practice. Then this special assistant was recruited, like a like a recruiter, like for a college to go recruit <laughs> women. I mean, it was uh, it was like Michael Irvin's special assistant, the guy that he hired him. So, to, well, eventually, like, to the give Cowboys him, are going to employ him. Come on. To give a little backstory, so usually you would go to like training camp or wherever the Dallas Cowboys practice practice facility is. They would stay in hotels and those things and go back and forth and make it easy. Um, Michael Irvin said, and I quote, that he wanted to avoid all of the problems that hotels cause when you're trying to do something like this. So he didn't come up with the original idea, but he was the one that kind of like, you know, create the whole thing. He bought a house that ironically wasn't white it was a red stu- red brick house um and that's where all these things happen so they basically bought the house so they can you know have their fun so he purchased the house everybody stayed there and they basically just brought drugs and booze and all that shit 
to the house so they can go on their little benders because you know they were they were ragers down there. I mean, Vince, the type of partying professional athletes in the nineties had to do had to be epic. I mean, we saw a little on. with Rodman. <laughs> so I mean, that know. was probably the tip of the iceberg, and Rodman was very open about it. I mean, yep. You could fall off the face of the planet and nobody would know back then. Today, none of this shit could happen. You couldn't, this, this couldn't exist in 2022. Oh, God, no. No With shot. Social medias and everybody's got a camera in their hand and no fucking way. And the thing is, too, is um, you would assume that somebody would get word of this. This is obviously secret. Like, they didn't want the Cowboys to know about this stuff. They in wanted quotation to be- marks. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Johnson was obviously hard nosed. He wouldn't want to have this stuff happen. Jerry Jones didn't know about it initially, um, and a lot of reporters did know about it, but didn't do anything about it because they wanted to have access to the team. They knew if they were to report something like this, they would basically lose all access to a Super Bowl winning team in Dallas. So it was kind of like a fun little secret for a long time for them. Um, so yeah, it eventually it came to a point where they no longer had to recruit women. They kind of just knew what was happening, so they'd show up on that Friday and, you know, do drugs and have sex with football players. (laughs) Secret cameras in the rooms, pool tables, flat screen TVs, a pool, all these things were included in this house. Key key element, copious amounts of cocaine. Anyways, it all ended because Michael Irvin, the kingpin, got arrested for cocaine possession and drug paraphernalia. Who to thunk it? Yeah, how does I mean, that happen? <laughs> when I told Vince this story for the record, everybody, he didn't fucking believe me. He's like, okay, no I knew- fucking way this dude's real. He's like, cameras in the bedroom. Like, I, cameras in the bedroom. I knew about it. I didn't know fact the check my sources like Adam Schefter. Hey, would we be would we be responsible journalists here if we weren't fact checking what's going on? We are. <clears throat> I just want to make sure it was true. And goddamn it is when Jerry Jones actually confronted Michael Irvin about it. He said that he was trying to do the wrong thing the right way, which is kind of yeah. a fantastic way to go about that. <laughs> so, yeah, he got suspended for five games in the 1996 season, fined ten thousand dollars and performed 800 hours of community service for wow. all of these things. So there it is. <laughs> all the adultery at the White House, people. And it was a red brick house. It wasn't even white. It's just the name that they had. The fact that like they they had an infamous house that they would Mm -hmm. go have these drug and sex fueled orgies at, and then film it. Like watching, they were they were watching more than one set of film that week. You know what I'm saying? That's what's wild. The secret cameras in the room. We were talking about this a little bit, but I I think that's where I would draw the line. (laughs) Like, why are we watching this back for like replay? It's like, all right, pause it there. You see your position there. You actually need to stand up more, and you got to actually actually need your your core a little bit to the left. Yeah, you need to you need to get your core in there because that's really where your center of balance is going to come from. So I like what you did out there, but next time you might need to need to work on using the center of gravity a little bit more. I mean, I'm just saying this 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 story. I highly recommend going to read said story because it is utterly fantastic to think of the shit that they could get away with about 30 years ago. So yeah, not happening today. We had to kick it off. Would never happen today with camera phones and social medias and all that good stuff. You you blow a fart in public, people are gonna know about it. You know what yep. I'm saying? Tom Brady farted. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Brady farted. Oh my god! But speaking of Tom Brady and total squirrel moment, did did we yep. see his new girlfriend? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wow. But is she actually his girlfriend or does she just want it? Because what I read is she just wants it and there's no, nothing's been said about that outside of that. I mean, Tom's probably got his own White House in quote that he can That's do whatever true. the fuck he wants. Eat avocado like, ice cream and sit in silence. Yeah, maybe watch film <laughs> with him. Maybe that's that's his way of connecting yeah. with women these days. Here, listen. So figure out the pass rush here. I can't really understand it. Tommy. You want to watch some? <laughs> do you think that he's like, listen, you're coming over. We're going to watch my best Super Bowl wins and losses. You're Isn't this erotic? Are you, are, you, are you a teaspoon yet? Because I'm ready. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyways, let's get into some shit we got to talk about. Yes, shall we? To stay on this goofy trip before we go a little sad. Um, So, Vince, World Cup talk. This is your favorite. Okay. I do love it. Saw this. We posted about it. Croatia, unfortunately, loses to Argentina. But it was more than just a loss. It was more than just a loss for the country. The world lost. Vince, tell us why the world lost. The world lost because former Miss Croatia, I don't know her name, but she is beautiful. Um, You could find that online easily. She said that she would unveil her lady parts if Croatia were to win. Um, Subsequently, I saw that post and about 30 minutes later, Croatia lost. So I think I might have been the bad luck charm for that. But it's a real shame. You know, like we're this is a week of loss for all of us. I got to say. Vince texted me right after, and he was like, you blew it! <laughs> blew it for the world, Mike! What the fuck? You know, these are things have. that you want to see. I don't know what to tell you. She's, you know? It was a whole have. thing. People were mad online. And then it also begs the question, there's enough of that online. You could probably get your fix somewhere else. But, but it's hey, not who knows? Croatia, Vince, you I, know? I not, guess so. It's not Miss Croatia, dude. I guess so. You know, but you, if you really think about what she was doing, it's brilliant marketing because chances it are is. she'll start an OnlyFans now and just make like a bajillion dollars. I'd say that's probably likely, if not just getting brand deals from a bunch of places in Croatia anyway. So, I mean, good for her. Brand deal marketing Croatia is hot. But so I've heard. So, I mean, <laughs> we might need to start marketing in Croatia. Listen. Yeah, if you're in Croatia, just give us a shout out. We'll uh, plug your company. Let's Check out that. the Taxi Squad Feed Finder. Anyway. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I know I went there. Needless to say, the world lost, but as Argentina moves on, the World Cup Vince, by the way, I mean we would be remiss. Go ahead, go on your little rant. Go. About what? The US? The World Cup. No, just the World Cup. The US lost. Portugal lost. Ronaldo doesn't play. Um Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, there's the Messi versus Ronaldo thing. I've always been a Messi guy. Um I Ronaldo signs with Saudi Arabia now. I don't I don't care for the guy, honestly, truly. Um, his like whole mood and the way he goes about it kind of annoys the hell out of me. So they're out. I'm fine with it. Argentina keeps going on. And then the sleeper, Morocco, I'm hoping they keep going. Um, super fun. I don't really care to see France win. So we're in a situation now where Argentina and Morocco's gotta go for me to enjoy this anymore. But I will say once the U.S. loses, you do kind of lose the wind in your sails as well in this. And I've watched a lot less of it this week than I have in the past few weeks. So that is what it is. So are you saying you were just in it for the U.S. soccer team? Yeah, country loyalty. That's really what it was. 
as I just stated, the only reason we watched because we have a team and a dog in the fight. And once they're out, nobody gives a shit anymore. Hey, except for the rest of the world. <laughs> except for the rest of the world. But I'm just saying yeah. the general U.S. population, about 80 plus percent of it. Um, sure. All right. Well, now we could save this, but definitely something we need to talk about. Yep. Uh, sad news, people. Mike Leach, the man, myth, the legend, the pirate, passed away two days ago now yeah uh at the ripe age of 61 years old of a heart attack so t's and p's to his family gone too soon the man was a legend highly recommend you go and look and if you have a rough day go watch mike leach press conference videos because they're fantastic a lot of the cool things too i've been seeing a lot of videos and posts about you know who mike leach was as a person you get all that you get a lot of that when people end up passing away you get a lot of it and you don't believe all of it too so it is what it is but i've seen a lot of videos that are kind of uplifting about like who he was as a person he's truly true to himself um there's a couple where there was one specifically where this reporter was like hey i know you walk he walked to work every day and the reporter was like hey can i walk with you he's like yeah sure i don't care wear comfy shoes and they just like went on a walk and he talked to them about life and all the stuff that he's doing and they said it was just like a really genuine and nice conversation you'll see that through his interviews as well and a lot of his press conferences where he is nothing if not himself um and i think that really shined through throughout all of this and also put him in the hall of fame that's my you biggest thing in the hall of fame. you they require a 60 percent winning percentage for head coaches to be put in the hall of fame he's at like 59.4 percent or something like that you got to make you got to do something to to get him in the hall of fame as well i think that's just that's just due diligence at this point well, to hear how all these coaches talk, you hear about how Lane Kiffin talks about him, how Lincoln Riley talks about him, how all these guys that he brought up through the system talk about him. Um, it's pretty impressive, and the man was loved. And that's more so, I think, the sad part about it. And Mississippi State was doing big things. They had some big wins this season. And, yeah, it's gone too soon because he had more left in the tank for sure. Creator of the air raid offense. I mean, OU offensive coordinator. Fun story to talk about the man, myth, the legend. And they got a bowl game now, and you know for a fact that they are going to be playing their ass off for them. So that would be an interesting stage. A hundred percent. You got to love it. Um, their DC's taking over for the record. Don't know his name, but read that the defensive coordinator will be taking over the duties. Now, um, Lincoln Riley was an assistant to Mike Leach at Texas Tech. Yes. And Lincoln Riley was on that team recruited to be a quarterback. And Mike Leach was so honest with him to say, you're never going to be a professional quarterback. Hell, you can't even start on our team. Mm -hmm. Why don't you become a, a grad assistant for me and learn? So he tells the story how he goes, I'll never forget. I'm doing work in my in his office one day, and I'm just focusing on what I need to do and putting play scripts together and doing everything to review and film and he goes, Mike's sitting there and he gets a phone call and he goes, it was the day of flip phones. And he goes, and he's having a legitimate conversation. He goes, and if you knew Mike, no conversation was five minutes. He said it was an hour. He said, and the, he lost connection with the phone. So he called back, talked to him for another 10 minutes, said goodbye, have a great day. And then got off the phone and I asked him, I was like, Mike, who, who was that? He said, oh, wrong number. <laughs> So just the type of person that he is is crazy. 
I highly recommend looking up the OU versus Texas story where they act or accidentally in quotation marks uh, had one of the quarterbacks uh, of OU go drop a play script by the Texas bench. Love that story. Love and that story. And they actually used it to think they were getting something off, up on him. But Espionage 101, they beat him because of it. Insane. Because it wasn't a real play script. It was a fake one. Oh, oh genius. God. Just this shit doesn't happen in professional football, everybody. So we're just so we're on the same page. <laughs> Mike, Mike Leach, the man, myth, the legend. If you're about to get married, go watch his tape on getting married because it's gotten me through some tough days. I'm just saying, just just go watch it. If you're about to get married, that is. Or if you need a cheap laugh, one of the two. He's All good right. for those. There's no he doubt the about best. it. Rest in R. peace R. to a legend. R.I.P. the Leech Man, a.k.a. the Pirate. All right, Vince. MLB Hot Stove is hot. Hey, it's nice to talk about baseball again, I'd like to say. I know, like, it is what it is when you get to this point in the, like, in the off season, where, you know, it's just free agent signings. But it's kind of new, new hope for a bunch of franchises and then a lot of anguish and anger when it comes to franchises such as ours but to give you a little update on how it worked if you guys are living in a box and not looking at social medias um the first one and the big one here carlos correa signs to the san francisco Giants. surprising move in my opinion 13 years 350 million whoa woof the minnesota wow contract and it was less than that he decides to go to San Francisco. Did you expect him to go to San Francisco? I think he was going to go to the place that's going to give him the much as much money as possible, and he found it. Yeah, but San Francisco seems like such a weird team to me. But I get that because they do need like a quarterstone piece, and he's definitely the guy for them. I just, I've always felt like he was overvalued personally. I just don't think you like him because you cheated, Vince. That's one thing for sure. But if you look at his stats, you're like, yeah, they're like good for sure, but. I don't know. A lot of it is just like he's in a premium position at shortstop. He's a good fielder. Um, His hitting stats are pretty good, but they're not. To me, they're not 13 years, 350 million good, which is what concerns me about that, because shit, at that point, I'm going to be 40 years old when Carlos Correa is done. (laughs) All right. Well, this seems to me, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, the going market, if you are a top tier, let's just call it top 10. Maybe even top fifteen. Let's say starting talking. shortstop yeah. in the MLB. This three hundred million mark, two fifty mark seems to be like the benchmark. And with all of that being said, you look at Machado. You yep. look at all these guys a few years Trey ago. Turner. Trey Turner, for example, who we talked about uh, last week. Last week, the three hundred million mark and all that good stuff. It seems to be the benchmark as to what guys are looking for. And yeah, we could tie in inflation being at 8% highest it's been in a long, long time. And Okay, yeah, cool. With all of that being said, right now I feel like there is a target on these guys' back and these teams who are feeling as if they're on the cuffs of something are going to go spend way too much money. I'm yeah. surprised Correa went to San Francisco as opposed to maybe a team like the Cubs, who I'm, I don't know if they offered him more money. I know they're in the market. I expected them to offer something similar to that. I expected him to be on the Cubs a little bit. And the fact that he's not is, I mean, it's nice for me personally. Um, but yeah, it's, 
I don't San Francisco doesn't spark me as a team that would offer a contract like this. And they did um, a big thing with that is also there. You can see the separation between those big market, middle market, small market teams here. There's some teams that want to spend and there's some teams that don't. Um, and another one that we talked about a lot last week about missing players got a guy this week and his name is Xander Bogarts. He actually signed. I think an hour after we recorded last week to San Diego, 11 years, 280. Um, big contract for him. A similar situation as well. Like he's obviously an elite shortstop, top 10, top 15 ish area. Um, I would say probably top 10 for him as well. Um, hey, but that's a big contract. And I think San Diego was just trying to get somebody and they get him in, which means. You have Tatis playing outfield now. He's outfield all the time. I think that's just what they're going to end up doing with him because they started doing that with him last year before he got popped for the steroids. No way. Oh, yeah. No way. No oh, way. Yeah. No way. Xander Bog. No way. Xander Bogarts is not a better defenseman. Yes, Fernando- he is. Ah, oh, yeah. Arguable. Look at the statistics. I don't think it's arguable. Fernando Tatis had the most errors, I think, last year for how long he was playing until he was kicked out. He is not a good shortstop. He is flashy. He's good at making those plays, but he also misses the easy ones. I don't. Tatis is good at a lot of things. He's a great hitter. He's fast. He's got a good arm, all that stuff. Not a great shortstop, in my opinion. So you're thinking the plan is to move him to left field. Or he right put, field. So, yeah, so he played he played center last year for a decent amount of time when they had Jake Cronenworth going into shortstop position. I think he's probably going to play right field this year, keep Juan Soto and left, and then open center field for whoever's going to play it. Um, I just, yeah, I I think Bogart stays at shortstop and doesn't move from there. I thought this was interesting. This was a little bit of a head-scratcher. Once again, I thought Xander was destined for the Cubs. I think the Cubs are still in on Dansby Swanson yep. 100%. They'd be silly not to. But with that coming to light now Xander they asked him in his press conference so are you planning on playing second base at all he said no I play shortstop I play shortstop to yeah. the to the point so I don't know how that's gonna last with Fernando Tatis Jr. because he's a smidge of a prima donna and I could see him yeah coming but what into a bargaining does he sh- have right now well I know he, he got popped for the shit but either way and he, and he claimed he like signed he for know. like 11 years right 12 years I don't know if there's a no trade clause there, but I don't know. I, I, I would almost guarantee you he's playing right field opening day. I would almost guarantee it. If not right left, I could see this becoming sour as a group for them. Now, Xander Bogarts, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Juan Soto. This team's stacked. What a fucking lineup though. Come on. (laughs) We were talking about this, you know, last week. And if we, we were, on the same path of wow can you believe they got a blue chip shortstop what that will be for their franchise moving forward now this always happens though these teams go all in and quote and and they don't mesh or that's the thing about baseball you can have as much talent on paper as you want but if you don't come together as a team it's never going to happen yeah speaking of uh teams that are going to spend an arm and a leg the new york Mets signed two deals um, one, they bring Brandon Nimmo back eight years, one sixty-two. I think this is a pretty good spot for him. Um, as far as like the money goes, he is a, an important part of this team. They wanted to bring him back and they made sure that they spent for it. Um, and they also ended up signing Kodai Senga to the Mets as well. Five years, 75 prize Japanese pitcher. Um, he was 
really, really, really good in the Japanese leagues, comes over to the MLB and signs with the Mets as well. So the Mets are obviously making moves. They already got Verlander earlier in the in the jump here. And uh, I, I mean, I could see them making a couple other moves after this as well, because I think they were in on the shortstop market for a bit as well. And Dansby Swanson could be the next guy they look for. Even though, even though they have Frankie there right now, they might have a second baseman spot for a guy like Dansby Swanson or something of that nature. I think Dansby wants to be the starter. And I think to your point, maybe Seattle may be a good fit. The Cubs definitely stick out. Arizona. Could be Arizona. <laughs> Never put could, out Arizona. Could could be could be a trade package Mike in that you know you never know and I I don't know for me this looks to be something where Dansby Swanson he'll sign this week I believe he's waiting to see where the market goes and be the last to sign I think it's a smart and he's decision. now the last to sign <laughs> and he is <laughs> so. going to get a bag yep and I think it will be the Cubs and I think he will play shortstop and Nico Horner will get moved to either the hot corner or second base nothing like the Chicago Cubs uh, bringing in a handsome white dude to play in field. That's like their well, he's favorite got, thing. He's got, he's got like good hair too. But it's the thing, their the most thing, favorite thing to do in the world is just okay. have one handsome white guy. On Let's say team. Dansby Swanson gets ten years, three hundred million. Is that overpaying for what he? Ten is? years, three hundred. Oh yeah. Thirteen. What do you think he gets? Fourteen. I think he gets something similar to the Bogarts deal. I think. 11 years 280 is probably where he's going to be at. He's I don't know more than that because I don't think he's going to get it. Eh? I really don't. And like, and that's the thing too, is like, you got to find a team that really needs it. I don't know if the Cubs think they're actually going to be, because when you sign a guy for this long, you have to expect what's going to happen in the long term. Um, and if they, the Cubs aren't going to compete for the next two years here, you're going to want a guy that's going to stick around for a long time. So we'll see what he ends up going to. But I think there is a line that they're going to be like, hey, you're not. He's not Carlos Correa. You know, he's not those main big shortstops. He is lower on the list against them. I I would say he gets something similar to the Xander Bodegard steal. Hmm. Time will tell. But we'll you see. think he's definitely going to the Cubs? Vince? I think he's definitely going to the Cubs. I think there's a really good chance that he does, especially since they quote unquote have an open checkbook. That's what they've been told. If they've had um, an open checkbook, why doesn't Correa go there? Why doesn't Bogarts right. go? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's that's the, where I'm at what's too. the yeah. thing that's keeping them from going? Yeah, that's where I want to play. Bogarts I don't, goes I don't, to I don't weather. Know if Correa that's... goes to weather. Is it weather? Is it? Mm. Is it taxes? <laughs> Who knows? Well, I mean, they're going to get taxed both... out the ass in fucking San Diego, right? And San like Francisco. Bogart's not going to care about. Yeah, and yeah. They both went to California, so it's yeah. just like. like Maybe but the weather Chicago. in Chicago for the majority of the season is great. Yeah, it is. But April to depending on the year, late May could be fucking cold. That that could be the that could that does is, a lot for NBA players. I mean, I could see that also being a thing, but well, th- it doesn't make sense for NBA players because they play on fucking wood inside. Right. So it, right. That makes but no they want to enjoy sense. their win their winter. They're going to be there in the I winter. Get it. I get it. Selfishly, I do get it. You know, I'm planning yeah. an exit plan as we speak. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you, you do what you can as you as you get this. But like, I want to play in a situation where I'm in my best position to win. Correa, to me, that doesn't look like you're putting yourself in the best position to win now. They're a good franchise, though. That's the thing. They always sure. kind of make it work. Maybe Handsome Gabe figures it out, you know? Always possible. That guy's handsome as hell. But Correa could play third. And I could yes. see... Brandon Crawford saying it short and defense, defense, defense. 
Yeah, it'd be a damn good left side of the infield. I'll tell you it that. would be. So we're touching on top free agents left available. So in yes. that market, let's go pitchers. So we got Rodon primarily. Noah Syndergaard just signs to the Dodgers. No details yep. really how long that deal is. Didn't it literally happen. just happened, yeah. It, yeah, breaking news. Just happened. Happened today, which would be yesterday if you're listening to this. Like tomorrow. 40 minutes ago. Yeah, correct. <laughs> now, Carlos Rodon then, left on the yeah. market. Everybody said it was the Rangers. Now people are like, hmm, could be the Mets, could be the Yankees. What's changed? A lot of people think that Carlos Rodon's going to go to the Yankees. I have a theory right now, and there's nothing behind it, but it's my theory. And what it is is Carlos Rodon has a beard, and he's always had a beard. Carlos Rodon isn't shaving his beard for the New York Yankees. So you can just basically leave that alone. He's not going to the Yankees. Don't get your hopes up because he wants to keep his beard. That's what I'm saying about that, um, which means that he's got to go to another team. I'm scared. I'm scared that some team that I some team within the division here for talking, you know, maybe the Minnesota Twins after they struck out with Correa. Um, maybe the Padres are still interested in them. There's a couple things that go a couple ways here where you're like, maybe Rodon ends up within the division again. But it's scaring me how how much the Yankees are really up on the top of that of that one two teams that he's going to sign with that scares me that he's going to go to the Yankees. Well, to your point, beard or no beard, he could opt out of the Yankees. Maybe he goes across town to the Mets. I'm also reading that, that. pitching York staff teams, would be sick. Nor New York teams are in on him. Yeah. Um any chance Rodon goes back to the White Sox? I'd really love to see it. Low, I'd say it's low because he's going to want a big deal and they'd have to sign him to it. And we've grown. It's become very obvious right now that they're just about at their wits end as far as the amount of money they want to spend. Because Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't give a shit, doesn't understand that you got to spend more money. I mean, he has that famous quote where he was talking to a new owner in the MLB and he's like, always make sure your team's right around that second or third place because it gives the fans hope you don't have to pay that extra dollar to get them over the hump. I don't think he's a very good guy, so I don't think he's going to be spending a lot of money on the team because he just wants to make sure those dividends look nice at the end of the year. Hmm. True statement. Oh, we're not Jerry Reinsdorf fan. fans here. I know. Yeah. We're just we're not Reinsdorf fan. fans. I tell you. I tell you. Even Sell the, the Bulls, team. you're just like, fucking hell, Jerry Reinsdorf, get to, out of my face. To your point last week, Vinny, package <laughs> that shit up in a nice big box for 20 bills. And give it to Steve Jobs. <laughs> give it to he's Steve Jobs is dead. Anyways, give it to not Elon Steve Musk. Jobs, not Steve Jobs. <laughs> to Elon Musk. <laughs> I was thinking give of Give it the to fucking, modern day Elon. I was thinking of the fucking Amazon guy. <laughs> no, not Jeff Bezos. I don't Jeff want that Bezos, fucking creeper. No, I don't okay, need he's any. He's mad rich. Yeah, but he was on the Epstein flight logs, dude. Mm. I don't want a fucking guy owning our team that was on the Epstein flight logs. Wasn't Elon, too? No, he wasn't. Welcome to the Conspiracy Podcast with Mike Welcome to the Conspiracy Sports <laughs> Podcast with Mike and Vince, where we talk about were or were you not on the yeah. flight log. Ghislaine Maxwell is going to buy the White Sox. <laughs> Get ready for it. Watch an Epstein out of nowhere comes in and you're like, it's fucking yeah. Jeffrey. He's buying the yeah. White Sox and the Bulls. Yeah, his name's like Greg Epstein. You're like, hmm. Well, <laughs> Where did that come from? Sneaky, familiar face. I thought he killed him. No, yeah. no. wait, what? <laughs> Greg Jepstein. <laughs> Greg Jepstein. <laughs> He's got Glenn, a beard now. Glenn Jepstein, Vince. Yeah. Glenn. There you go. <laughs> Glenn. 
Um, Good old Michael man. Conforto still doesn't have a team. He's going to the White Sox. He might. He might he be the one. better. We need him. I he told the one guy. In my defense, I said to Rick Hahn's fucking face last offseason. Yeah. Right before year, the season started. A year ago. I got a picture with him. Got a picture with him. I said, are we going to sign Conforto? And he acted like I wasn't even standing there. I said, are we going to sign Conforto? Next day, they signed fucking what's-his-nuts from the Dodgers, A.J. Pollock. And I'm like, yep. oh, come on, bro. <laughs> if I would have known at that point, I would have been like, Pollock over fucking, come on. Oh, yeah. God, was- I don't know, because there's, there's a lot of, like, recency bias with Michael Conforto too at that time because if you do look at his stats you're like all right you're sitting at a pretty decent outfielder I think he's ripe to get overpaid for which is the only thing that scares me but also we haven't seen him play baseball in a full calendar year so maybe he got good rehab in maybe he's feeling good but I don't I don't know about the whole Michael Conforto thing but it does feel like something that the White Sox would do sounds like a very good deal I don't know if I want a good deal I don't know if I want our own right bread yeah, sounds like a good deal. Conforto on the south side wouldn't. What about Ben Attendee? Would love Ben Attendee more. I so prefer that because you're going to get him for less money. Ben Attendee? Yeah, I think what's going to end up happening with Andrew Ben Attendee is he's going to sign a two, three year deal just to make right deal. Um, he's been not as good as he was in the beginning of his career the last couple years here. So I think he's probably going to sign something with the team, two, three year deal. Let's see what he ends up doing. And then he can sign that 10 year ne- the next time it comes around if he ends up being. You know, worth his marbles. Second time around. Now, Joey Gallo is also on the books. Another White yep. Sox thing that could happen there. And then J.D. Yep. Martinez. I see J.D. Martinez going to, like, the Astros or going to a team that needs a power hitter. Yeah. Sounds like the Well, Dodgers if you're talking or... power hitters, the Astros don't need one. <laughs> could be. They stack them. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, I could see him going on a one, two year deal here. Cause he is getting older up in age now going to a team that, you know, needs a masher, maybe Toronto. That seems like a decent place where he can go. I'm um, just a team that's looking to compete. He's got the Edwin Encarnacion to him at this point. He's like an older guy that can still mash. So I could see him going to one of those AL East teams, maybe like rubbing in the <laughs> Red Sox face a little bit. Um, cool. or shit. At this point, everybody's got a DH, so you might as well go to you might as well go to the West Coast and sign with the Dodgers as well. So, I think the world's open for Mister JD Martinez at this point, depending on how much he wants. Could be exciting. Could be really very exciting. much could be interesting. Yeah, but you know that's uh, that's baseball. That's uh, that's how that cookie crumbles. The amount of money that people get every single year is pretty insane. Um, it's kind of the same conversation year after year where it's just like, hey, this person signed to $300 million and everybody's like, what the fuck? It's that's the line that's been given. Um, if you're expecting somebody to get or like, why didn't they take less money? All that stuff. They're going to look at their market value and take what's best. If you want your kid to be good at anything, if you want your kid to get paid at anything, just make sure he's a professional baseball player. That's the biggest thing I could tell you. News in now. The Astros news in now, the breaking Sox. news. Yeah, breaking news. The Astros and the White Sox, per Boob Nightingale, Ugh. are in talks with the Diamondbacks for Dalton Varshow. Dalton Varshow. <laughs> He's not bad, but that's the most White I mean, Sox shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, they're going to get some guy from the D-backs that, you know, they don't really need anymore because they got Andrew Jones's kid. And then Andrew Jones's kid is going to be the best thing next to sliced bread. And then Varshaw is going to be, you know, 
the next average nothing yeah 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 boy sounds about right everything's tracking here (laughs) oh the white Sox are the white Sox. well vince if only we could have made our own decision on our team mike we couldn't we were born into this shit give the one day the taxi squad podcast will make a trillion and we'll buy the white Sox. i would love that i'll do that here first kids yeah you heard it here first just saying not saying all right Vince, college football time, one of the most yep. wonderful times of the year is fucking bowl season. And yeah. I'm pretty jacked for it. Okay. You want to clap it up for your boy before we even talk about that? Yeah, we clap should. Clap it up for Caleb Williams. Clap it he up did. for the guy who tore a hamstring in the past. He did what he set out to do, play. win the Heisman and nothing else. So good for him. Vince, don't talk shit now. <laughs> I'm not. All right. I think it, it's it's uh it was interesting too because when he was talking about it, he's like, "Listen, I know I want this, um, but you guys have games to prepare for, um, and you guys are in the playoffs, and he's not. So obviously, he's a competitor. He had a damn good season. He deserves everything that he got. Um, it's just you know, it's Stetson Bennett shouldn't have been there. That's the only thing I have to say. Yeah. How does how does fucking come on? It's how stupid. does someone? How does a kid who looks like Lurch get in there? He's not I, a kid. He's two years younger than me. I would have. Yeah, I, I mean, he's a grown ass man ago. playing college football, and he's <laughs> yeah. out here trying to chase, you know, fucking sorority tune. You know, I mean, come on, come on. It's not, yeah, not, none of it makes not, any sense. No, way. Um, but none I'm happy that he didn't end up winning it. Um, I wanted Max Duggan to win just based on my interest. You in just Max. wanted the redheaded kid to win. I like him. I like him a lot. No, the closest athlete in that entire grouping was C.J. Stroud, for sure. But the best athlete, period, and in the quarterback award, it's no longer the Heisman Award, it's the quarterback award. Yeah, no one else is going to get it, even a it's Caleb. for those. It's Caleb. So, yeah. with all that being said, to your point, Caleb did say verbatim that he'd much rather be competing for uh, college Is that true, though? Right now. That's not true. Why wouldn't it be true, Vince? Because Heismans live forever, and in the future, if someone's going to be like, oh, you want a Heisman? Yeah. Like, not, hey, did you come in third place in the college football playoffs? No Dude, one's going to USC had a legitimate shot to go this year. I get, get it, hurt. but I, if I were an individual player looking to get drafted, I'd much rather have a Heisman, personally. Hey. Well, we Heismans got him live for forever. Year. Unless you're Reggie Bush, Heismans live forever. Give that boy's fucking Heisman back for the Did they take OJ's? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a valid sure. question. <laughs> yeah. If they didn't take OJ's, they should have they definitely should. fucking taken Reggie's. Yeah, All right? exactly. They take Reggie Bush's because he's just you know taking a little bit of money. Parents needed to, needed a fucking house. Yeah, but and they don't take OJ's after he doesn't quote unquote murder someone. his wife <laughs> or get Kardashian pregnant and create Courtney. I mean, come on. True. Forgot about that. Courtney Kardashian's OJ's podcast. child. Maybe we should change. Maybe we should change what we're doing and go and go. go. (laughs) It's not too late to change it to a conspiracy podcast. We should have a sports conspiracy show. Just the best sports conspiracies of all time. We're going to have some time next season because we're going to have some downtime after the Super Bowl. That's totally what we're doing. We're starting with just Jimmy Butler, Michael Jordan's son. (laughs) That's where we're going to start. And then move on from there. Yeah, absolutely. So. Caleb 100% deserved to win it. I think everybody yeah, I knew that after the Notre Dame showing, that was it. And then the first half of that game, he looked like an absolute beast against Utah. He's incredible. And then pops a hamstring. Can't continue. Uh, poor guy was walking on crutches. You know. Can you win back. two Heismans? 
Not sure. Like, has anybody ever won two Heismans? I don't think you can technically win it twice. So if he That's has an good... insane year next year, he's... I don't know. I've never seen anybody win two Heismans. We're going to Google it, Vince. <laughs> yeah. Can you win a Heisman twice? This is good podcasting. People loving this. Well, it's true. It's true. You win a Heisman more than once. Here we go. You can? Only one player, Ohio State's Archie Griffin, has won the award twice. Oklahoma is the only school to have two players win the award in back-to-back years. Yeah. Quarterbacks Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. Uh, short Archie Griffin sounds like a created player. Archie Griffin is a legend at Ohio State, dude. I'm sure. I don't even no, know no, who he don't is, you though. See? I'm not, yeah. Don't you see? My name is Archie Griffin, My and I'm a good lad. People and named dogs after me today. I met a floozy this weekend, and her name a... was Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Archie Griffin, and that's me. And I'm a Heisman winner. And I won two Heismans for what Ohio a prophylactic. State. We don't know. <laughs> My father hey. makes grain on the bayou. <laughs> All right, Archie Griffin. Thank you. All right, Archie. Thank you for joining <laughs> the show today. Appreciate you. We'll see you next century. Anyways, I mean, bowl hey, season. We're bowl season. Let's go, we're going bowls now. Way to yes. keep me on the. Thanks for keeping me on the track, Vince. So <laughs> this is the time of year that if you're off the week before the holiday and you have shit going on and you feel the need to want to watch UAB play fucking Miami, Miami Ohio, Ohio. <laughs> at 10.30 a.m. on a Friday, you can. Yep. If if you're home on a Monday and you want to watch Marshall play Connecticut, <laughs> you can. If you're home on a Tuesday, all right, at 2.30 p.m., you can also watch Eastern Michigan and San Luis. In San the Luis famous State. Idaho Potato Bowl. <laughs> I am a fan of the – just you get yourself some home fries that afternoon. And you respect the potato bowl. You enjoy yourself a nice time. I love bowl season because there's just college football so randomly all the time. Like it's no great. games, no games overlap each other that much. Like you'll always get like an hour of a game before another one starts. Um, it's truly one of the most beautiful times of the year, except like a lot of times, like I don't really have much interest in watching Middle Tennessee and San Diego State, but no. Now they're playing in Hawaii, so why wouldn't I want to go watch that? Play? Why wouldn't I watch that game? So if we're looking in the next week here, maybe this weekend, like what's one game you're looking forward to watching? One game? Yeah. And one game only. No, you can this pick multiple week. if you want. But you Are we just it. talking this slot? Yeah, because I don't, you know, obviously, obviously we want to watch Ohio State. and freaking Well, yeah, we want the yeah. big wigs. Yeah. All right. Two games that seem like fun to watch. Okay. Are Washington State and Fresno State. Yes. Okay. Seems oh, like no. score fest. Just score fest. Okay. Cool dope logos too. Cool. Pretty cool logos. You know? Right? And those games don't even have names. They're just called bulls. They're called bulls. <laughs> They're called bulls. So those bulls, not yeah. bad. Hey, nice bulls. <laughs> Florida and Oregon State. I don't know. An SEC. It sounds fun. 12 school. Could be fun. Could be yeah. defense. Could be a lot of defense. Here are these guys who are potentially going to go play uh, at the next level who usually bow out in these games. Yeah. They're like, all right, yeah, fuck it, I'm out. Um, Can I squirrel for a moment? Squirrel. I saw that Anthony Richardson was like the fifth best quarterback power rankings in the draft this year. I don't know about all that. <laughs> There's well, going to be a team that reaches for Anthony Richardson that really shouldn't. Yeah, watch. It'll be like the Bears. No, they got Justin Fields. We're good. But then. We're gonna get into that. Also, Will Levis, 
Is he overrated? He's totally overrated. He had one. People good year, are right? really liking him right yeah, now. They're, they're, they're thinking they're, he's, he's going to go top three. He smells like Mitch, doesn't he? He's got a, a lot. lot of Mitch or to him. Yeah, and the people are saying that they they're going to pick him over C.J. Stroud, which is very weird to me. To me, it's going to be great for the Bears. We'll get into NFL talk soon in Bears Corner. We'll have a small bye week Bears Corner, and we'll we'll get a little bit into draft talk because I oh, like yeah. that. Or do we want to go there right now? Mm-mm. Let's keep All going. Right. We're going to save it. So, the Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> the Boca <laughs> Back to the Miami Beach Bowl. <laughs> okay. Anyways, All right. North Texas, Boise State. This game, I would look at the over, just saying, could be fun. Now, what I would say with these games is I wish there was like a, like a 11 o'clock game, like there is with, you know, uh, Pac-12 games where it's on really late. Make a late yeah. bowl. Give us a, a late bowl game. Give us. A I mean, late I'm surprised bowl. the Hawaii Bowl isn't the late game. It's the the early game at this. It's not yeah, even. It's I at know. 7 p.m. It's like what time is it in Hawaii at that point? No one knows. You know, and on Christmas Eve you got the Hawaii Bowl. I don't. I don't know what we're gonna do with this. But these games are just kind of like throw a dart. You're watching them because you're home usually. And you got nothing better to do, and you want to watch some football, and you can have that. I mean, the NFL started to bleed into Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, for the yep. record, and we'll get into that. And that yes, usually happens this time of year, recent, right? Yeah. But the Raging Cajuns against Houston, Buffalo and Georgia Southern. Where are we going? You know, Just UCF plays times. <laughs> Duke. I mean, come on. Now, the game to pay attention to, Vince, let's let's get into these. Let's go to some ranked teams. Sure. Notre Dame and South Carolina. Gator yep. Bowl. Mm-hmm. No Gators involved there, but... What are your <laughs> predictions? Do you like it? I like Notre Dame by a million. Um, wow. Because they're my boys. Uh, in true fashion, I hope they play well. I don't see why they wouldn't play well, but this is actually a pretty decent matchup. I don't like South Carolina because of what they did for my team this year, Tennessee. Um, they've been on a little bit of a tear here, but you know, a little bit of waiting to get into this Gator Bowl actually might might do them some problems. And Notre Dame needed needed a couple weeks to get set. They're not going to have Drew Pine anymore in the transfer portal. So we'll see. I'm rooting for Notre Dame. I'm going to take them in that because I love my boys. And this is bowl season, and you got to stick with the teams you like. So I'm taking Notre Dame. All right. Love it. Alabama, Kansas State. Alabama. <laughs> they should. I mean, I know like they shouldn't be in the playoff, but. They would play their ass off in the playoff. I I don't see them the losing literal Orange Bowl. Tennessee, Clemson, no Hayden, no Hendon Hooker. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Um, I still like no, that offense a lot. No Oogla Oogla either. Right. Um, I'm still taking Tennessee. I like that offense a lot. I want to see them end the game and the year on a good note because then I can get rid of my Tennessee bias because they're my team for this year, but not for the rest of eternity. So we already like predicted the big bowls, right? Yeah, Rose I like big bulls. Big bulls. I got big bulls. Anyways, Rose Bowl game, Penn State, Utah. Who's taking it? This is a fun game. It's going to be a really fun game. This is going to be great. What I saw from Utah against USC is kind of solidifying my interest in them. I I got Utah. I think Utah's going to win this one. Um, they're a fun team, honestly. And what they've been doing at the end of the year here, too, is uh, – Good indication of how they're going to play in this bowl. So I'm going to take Utah. Fuck it. Take the over too. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Let's sprinkle some action. Yeah, I'm with you. I like it. 
And it's great because we can talk about this for the next two weeks, too, because it's not even fucking happening until January. I know. <laughs> That's the only problem. You're hey, just waiting for all these games. If we duplicate content, you heard it here first, kids. Yep. And we're going to. <laughs> it's going to happen. Might. It's going to happen. just very well might. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, hey, we got enough college football out of our system, I think so. R.I.P. Sure. to Mike Leach twice. Um, with that being said, Vince, let's get into some more football picks Shall for the we? NFLs. Yeah, you won this week, Mike. I'm back. <laughs> you know, yeah. I gave him up the crown for one week, and How I was proud of him. How the fuck did you take the Lions? Because <laughs> I got a gut, dude. I looked at that team. I watched that whole game. Oh. And I'm telling you right now, the Lions are – Dan Campbell's got those boys coming. They might be a playoff might team. be a playoff team, yeah. They beat the Vikings significantly. Penny Sewell's out here catching passes. Our fat king. Out here showing that you can be a big guy with soft hands. And what an interview by Dan Campbell. Shifty hips. I like seeing that. I like the big boy get up there. He's so he's so dominant. Shifted his hip, Vince. And hey, he's he's got quick feet, that guy. He's a fucking freak athlete. Yeah. He's an athlete. He's a fucking athlete. Um we skipped over. So first off, this is the last week of buys, thank God. Yeah, because this so week sick was of buys. rough. It was like the weakest week of fucking. There was like no football, football on. But it was Thursday like, yeah, night, well, go crazy. Yeah, show. right. It's like, yeah, this is, we'll give you time because next week is going to be every day for the rest of the year. Um, Thursday night was fun. Mm-hmm. Raiders, Rams, Baker Mayfield comes in on two days. We didn't even mention this. They were playing on Thursday, so when they picked up Baker on that Tuesday. There's no way he has enough time to prepare. He just goes in there and goes pure. I'm an athlete. Let me see what I can do here. And he takes the ball down at the end of the game. And you could hear all the naysayers like there's no way Baker Mayfield's going 98 yards. This Ram team sucks. We agreed. We both took the Raiders. And what does he do except score a 98 yard touchdown and solidify the game for the Rams? So shout out to Baker. I'm hoping he's good on the Rams. He looks super weird at number 17. That doesn't appeal to me at all, but fuck it. Maybe I'll get used to it. As Norman Nate would say, that made my dick hard. Um, <laughs> so this is awesome. I love to see Baker doing short King things. And I said it that week. I I, I said, don't be surprised if the two short Kings get on the same level, literally and figuratively mm-hmm. and pull out a dub. And they did Vince. They did that. They did reverend. And yeah. And I'm he's been announced you, as the starter this week as well. So he's done enough. He's the starter for the rest of the season. Easy. I, I would not be surprised if Sean McVay is looking at him like, you know, let's see how much he got left in the tank, Heisman winner. Well, if you think right? about it, too, the teams that he's been on, where's the history of a good Browns quarterback? Nowhere to be found. Where's yeah. the history of a good Panthers quarterback? Get rid of Cam Newton, obviously, because they're different play styles. You don't you don't got anything except for Jake DeLong. So I mean, where's the history <laughs> of a great Rams quarterback? I mean, Kurt Warner, but I mean that. Uh, yeah, but the offense is good. I guess. I Kurt mean, Warner. McVay. Yeah, Kurt Warner, obviously. <laughs> Stafford's good, too. <clears throat> You're going to. Stafford was good for a don't year. Don't put down Mark Bulger. I mean, Mark Bulger was a dog. He was pretty good. <laughs> Mark was pretty Bulger good. was low key, really good. Mark Bulger was like high eighties and Madden years in the early two thousands. I'm just, just I th- saying. I think it'll be nice for him though to play in an offense that's actually a good offense. McVay runs around offense. him. Caters around right. him instead of sitting with you know Matt Rule and 
freaking Hugh Jackson and Stefanski in his first yeah. year. Um, and, and, and this is no hate against Nebraska that much. I'm just saying this is no hate against Stefanski at all. I actually think he's a good coach, but I don't think it was the best situation for a volatile player like that. I think, and I said this last week too, Baker Mayfield does better when he's the underdog and he hasn't been the underdog in a little bit. Cause he's been sitting on the Browns as the number one overall pick. There's expectations with the Panthers. They're like, he's got his comeback. He's going to start. He's better than Darnold, whatever. Probably not at this point in that Panthers offense. At this point now, it's like he got released. He just got picked up on waivers. This is when he's supposed to just start dogging. And I think he actually might for this team. I like him there. Hey, it was the first time in NFL history within four days there were uh, multiple 13-point comebacks in the same week. Damn. Tom Brady did it on Monday. Yep. Short King Baker Mayfield did it on Thursday. Yeah, it was like so, literally watching the same game. It was very weird. It was nuts. <laughs> Baker made some really ballsy throws. They got some pretty favorable calls. I'm not going to lie. Roughing the passer, sure. a couple holding calls. Fine. All right. I'm just saying. But Van Jefferson comes out, shows out for his dog. Yeah. And Baker, was he was actually pretty comical afterwards. He said, you know, mm-hmm. I, I tried to get Van to go to OU. And uh, he, he ignored go. me. He ignored me, he said. So funny how that all works, but it all ended up working out. Obviously, (laughs) I'm just saying the Rams, you know, don't discount them. Don't discount the short King cam. I will this year. Yeah, 100 (laughs) percent. But maybe next year, if they come back with a healthy squad, it could be something. Yep. So let's pay attention. Probably done. Are the Raiders done? Are the Raiders just eliminated entirely? Or have we given up all hope on their Raiders? They're technically on the bubble. They're sitting at five and eight. The AFC is really difficult. I mean, I don't know. Let's see if they can beat the Patriots, but I think they're probably just about done for this year. <laughs> I don't think which they're is gonna sad. Beat. I don't think they're going to beat Bill. I don't know. I got, I got a goofy feeling. We'll get into it. So Raiders fall to the Rams. Yes. Vikings, Lions. This game one we was, about, I mean, yeah. just come on. The Lions, man, they're rolling right now. Okay. Uh, kind of a quiet game for Amon Ra. By the way, do you know that Amon Ra is Egyptian for the king? True statement. That's uh, I mean, that makes sense because I think their dad's name is like yeah. Mike St. Brown or something. Like yeah, that. it's, <laughs> so it's not like it's a family name. It's like they got um, fucking goofy with the names. Yeah. So I they at least it means something. That's a good thing. <laughs> but yeah. he is a king. I, dude, I like this Lions team a lot. They're fun. Motor City Dan Campbell's a lot more fun when he's winning. Um, And now they're at a point where they're six and seven and they're really on the bubble here for possibly being possibly being a playoff spot at this point. It's very, Dude, very possible. Jamison Williams could be the catalyst that gets him into the playoffs because that kid looks really good. He is and so big and so fast. Stupid fast, tall, lanky, taking some touches away from Amon Ra, not going to lie. But, I mean, he still had six receptions. This That's game, good, so though. Say, like, I mean, it's away. not good for it's not good for fantasy, obviously, but it's good for the team structure that he has multiple guys to go to and listen jared goff's like perform like a top 10 quarterback this year more if so you, the second half of the year if you look he at his is, stats though it's it's like he he's in all statistical categories like says he's a top 10 quarterback this year which is do very they roll like, with him do they roll with him next year at this point yeah i mean what are you gonna do you're gonna get like a 15 16 17th overall pick like <laughs> You're going to get, you're not going to get Will Levis. He's already going to be drafted. You're going to get Anthony Richardson and you don't want that. So keep going with what you got. It's going to be interesting. 
the draft order is going to be interesting. We should I think you that. run with them. You got them signed anyway. You might as well run with them. Could be. Could be. I mean, listen, I think golf is a bridge gap from now, and you wait maybe a couple of years to get somebody in there. Unless they start competing, then fuck it. Keep it going. Oh, yeah. Got to keep it moving. But, I mean, hey, good for Jared Goff to get this back in his realm of work. I think this is something that, moving forward, they could grow on as a team. I mean, yep, it is looking pretty good for them. I mean, they got a good defense. They're working. They're they're winning games. They're scoring a lot of points. If they they're blocking up front. Draft, Jamal Williams leads the league in touchdowns. Like, there's a lot of good juju going around on that team. And, I mean, to think a team that was on hard knocks would come and do something, nobody thought that would happen. I didn't think Aiden Hutchinson was going to be the dog he is. I did. <laughs> but it really? took him a little bit to kind of get acquainted. But, yeah, we talked about it earlier, too. You were like, I don't know if that, that's a little bit too early for him. I, I liked him a lot, but that's just because he was a dog in Michigan. I think he just needed to get adjusted to the NFL game, and at this point, like, it's good to see. I like I that's the thing. Like, I have no ill will towards the Lions until they're in the playoffs every year and making the Bears life hard. That's the only time I'm going to dislike the Lions. Yeah. Well, now we're we're totally outside looking in and we'll get into that. We'll kind of get into oh, yeah. when we think we'll reach the next mark, which I don't tank even fest. know when that's going to happen, uh, when the tank fest yeah. is going to happen or the tank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but to kind of get into this now. Uh, let's just kind of go through the picks. Lions yeah. could make the playoffs. Hope they really do. Think they got the horses. We'll see what next week brings. They're right got, there. I mean, I th- speaking of right there, Vince, the Steelers almost beat the fucking Ravens, and it was like within a, a an absolute hair. Yeah, Tyler Huntley had an all right game. Uh, he's all right. He's okay. <laughs> I don't know. And, and then Anthony Brown was in there for a little bit, throwing a couple ball a couple times. Uh, Mitch Trubisky. Kenny Pickett had one attempt. Kenny Pickett went down. Mitch Trubisky came back. Three interceptions. He, you know, the verdict's out. Hey, Vince, come on. It's You're out. Nice. I know. Roll I, and die in that in that cave. I okay. have uh, unwavering love for Mitch Trubisky. I, he's not a starting quarterback. It's just not no. a case anymore. We've learned this already. Um, but, yeah, no, they almost did take it out from him. The Ravens are doing Ravens stuff like they do at the end of Every season, basically, this Lamar Jackson injury is very concerning, and that's why I didn't take the Ravens win the Super Bowl again this year. Oh yeah, you shouldn't have did that. I no, did that yeah, last that, year. I didn't yeah. do it this year. Did well, yeah. You took the easy route this year. Just saying. Anyways, hey, I took a team with no quarterback. Come on, <laughs> Steelers. Yeah, without Kenny Pickett, I don't see them going much of anywhere, especially this season. Write them off. It's over. Uh, yeah. They went on a smidge of a hot streak there, but yeah, write them off. Five uh, and eight, you're done. Yeah, by, uh, Bengals and Browns. Uh, yeah, everybody knew this was going to happen. Uh, the the Bengals are who you thought they were, and Deshaun Watson might be a potential bust. I don't think I don't... you can say anything about it at this point. Really, it's the end well, of the year. I thought he was going to be a viable fantasy option, but he is not. No, no, he's not. If you're playing the fantasy football, stay far away from Deshaun Watson. He's not worth the fucking price of admission. Only reason I have him in any of my leagues is because it's a keeper league. That's the only reason uh, I have him. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. You keep <laughs> just the town rapist just in case. Just, yeah, yeah, I like to have him around my kids um, and massage parlors. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that's that on that. The Browns are basically toast, five and eight as well. Um, It's a lot harder. It's a lot harder to get in the AFC, it looks like. I mean, record-wise, you can kind of be – 
at or around that, it just gets difficult when you start getting to the Miami Dolphins. But when you're looking at the NFC, you got the seven, five, and one Giants and Commanders. Like there's spots that are open there that they can take. But AFC is a little more difficult. The Bengals are in. They're going to win the division at this point, given the how the Ravens are. Um, it is funny though. Someone tried to talk to Mike Tomlin um, after the game last week. And they were asking him questions and he's like, I'm working. It's Ravens week this week. And it was just like perfect to show that that's a true, like true blood, real rivalry every single year, throw the records books out. It's Ravens and it's Brown or Steelers. They're going to go ahead and do that. So very interesting that way, but either way, like the Ravens, I kind of feel like are toast. So Bengals win that division. The Browns don't make the playoffs at all. hundred percent. The Bengals are going to win that division <clears throat> and probably in my eyes, go to the Super Bowl. Um, you have the Chiefs in our picks. <laughs> I know, I know. Which but still if I, could, if I could go back and retract, we might have to do a halfway. We have might have to do an after season view, Vince. Are you concerned with their receiving court right now, though? Who? The Bengals with Higgins out, no, Tyler Boyd injured, no, no. Jamar Chase just getting back. Like they're running no. out of people to throw the ball. T. Higgins to. just has a smidge of a soft tissue which I believe he'll get through. I don't think it's that crazy. I think they took him out of the game for precautionary measures. I mean, they were just playing the Browns. It's not True. Like they were playing the Dude, Chiefs. they fucked fantasy owners so bad this yeah, week. Yeah, I know. I, I, I had him in one Did of Did you start leagues. him? Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Because he went out in the first quarter. I mean, what the fuck he was played I supposed one to play. do? He played one play, and they yeah, took him and out. Yeah, and he came out. Yeah, well, to, to go to show you, they're like, yeah, we're playing the fucking Browns. We got yeah. Chase. It's fine. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. No, I mean, let's face it. They took him out after one play because they were like, yeah, dude, you know, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, we'll, we'll just come back better next week. Screw we'll everybody forward. trying to get into the playoffs. For I won <laughs> my fantasy before. league in my other league by yeah. a eyelash. Hair. <laughs> little, little taint hair. I won. I won by not even a full point. Yeah. Goes to show you. Goes to show you, if you didn't start T. Higgins, you probably would have won by more. If I didn't start T. Higgins, if I would have started Elijah Moore, I would have gotten more points. Yep, Needless no doubt say. about it. Which but is sad to do? say in the year. Of and I had Ramondre Stevenson heart attack. He needed to get me three points. Guess what he got me? Three on the three dot. <laughs> on the <Yeah>. dot. <laughs> Boy, I was having a heart attack to get that bye week. So yeah, so I got the bye week and no big, you know. So looking forward to it in that yeah. league. In our other league, Vince, thank you so much. You're Helping welcome. your boy get in the playoffs. And you're welcome. Uh, yeah, I, I have a grudge match coming up this week with Mateo. And uh, if you're listening to this, Mateo, fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're getting after it this week. I'm looking forward yep. to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going from seven to one. Let's make it happen. See if it happens. You heard, it, you heard um, it here first. Yeah, and that's the fantasy hour with the boys. I failed in every fantasy league I had this year, so it is what it is. Anyway, that's how it uh, you run a sports <laughs> podcast. Okay, yeah. Jets um, Bills, Jets Bills. <laughs> uh, the Bills. We all knew this was gonna. This was a weak game. Uh, Lightning Mike White looked halfway good. Broke his ribs. Still came <laughs> yeah, back. Guy's hell. a fucking dog. So <laughs> he got smoked. <laughs> that twice. was he got bad. Smoked. Yeah, he was, uh, his face was definitely white, Mike White. He left it all on the field. Um, uh, it seems like Elijah Moore is due for a big role in this offense coming weeks, especially if Joe Flacco's a starter. A yeah, Flacco didn't look interested in playing at all. No, he looked cold. He looked cold, cold and, and disinterested. 
Um, the Bills are good. The Bills aren't as good as I'm expecting them to be at this point, which makes it a little bit worrisome. Um, but I'd like to see them continue how they're doing. I think they've just been at the top for a little too long here. So they got to bring it back around. Josh Allen has to stop throwing as many interceptions and then we'll move on. But, you know, well, this week one, was reporter, a good start. one reporter was like, I don't think this offense has what it takes to win a Super Bowl to you. And he's like, OK. Yeah, right. Like, like what are you supposed to say? To that he was just like, OK. Like, what, what, like, kind of, what kind of question is that to a player? It's like, hey, well, I don't think your offense can do it. It's like, what do you want me to fucking say? I, I think. Yeah. What can. do you think? Like, what? what do you think? Fucking. What do you think? Josh Allen's going to be like, you know, you make a good point. I mean, no, I mean, no right. He's I don't think that. we can. Like, no one's you know, to that. your point, it is a smidge sus, as the kids would say these days, Vince. And yeah. here I go again. As you oh. saying that was sickening. <laughs> it is a smidge no cap. sus. It's sus. <laughs> what if he said that? Yeah, that's no cat. We're pretty yeah, sus. Yeah, it's a little sus. <laughs> He's no, a lot no, no cat. No cat. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's sus. So, you know, we're just going to come back next week. And, and just, just vibe be, it out. Just, we'll just be vibe fine. it out. We'll be fire. <laughs> like, we'll be absolutely we'll be fire. 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 <laughs> we fire as fuck. Like, my latest fucking thrift finds. Anyways, <laughs> uh, cowboys talk about a taint hair. Oh, boy. Almost lost to the Texans. Yeah, almost this, lost to the Texans. This right here was we both picked the Cowboys. Thank God. But this right here was the staple of a tanking game because the but they Texans, they were in it. I don't think the, the players or the coaches ever want to tank though. For the, the Texans would have won the game, but Lovey goes for it instead of kicking a field goal, forcing the Cowboys to go back down the field and not have to score just a field goal but a touchdown. It was a little suspect to me. Don't know why they went for it in the fourth quarter, especially as the Houston Texans. Um, I don't know. It was all a little suspect to me. I really wish they would have won. But you know what? A fucking Jeff Driscoll, man. He always shows up. Why is he always kind of always playing? At some point, Jeff Driscoll just shows up. Driscoll might be a guy, man. No, no he's not. He's never going to be. <laughs> he isn't. No, the verdict's so out on Jeff he's Driscoll. He's not that guy. You're not that no. guy, pal. You're no, he's not. not. But Vince, you know, it was a smidge sus, man. You know, you could have gone for it. It was very Doug Peterson esque of like putting in what's his nuts over Jalen Hurts. Um, Freaking yeah. who last year? No, it's like two years ago. He put he took out Jalen Hurts to put in like sporanic or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was I silly. That it was silly. I don't even remember <laughs> the dude's name. Uh, but yeah, no, Cowboys for sure. Yeah, they this happens. I'm surprised they didn't lose, but you know, I I'm worrisome coming up. They got some games that could be a little. Well, they're sitting in a situation where it's like they should, they won't win the division, obviously, um, especially at this point. So they were gunning for that for a moment. So now, best they can do is a five seed. So they're gonna well, obviously play their ass off to finish the season, but. And they're not playing so, for a bye. Like, what are they? To what are finish they the for? season, they have Jacksonville, Philly, and Tennessee. Right. Yep. So two teams here that can either sneak up on you, but I still think they're going to. They go two and one. I still think they're going to be Jacksonville. I still think they have the horses to compete with Philly for sure. They're not going to beat them though. I don't think. Probably not. Just saying, it could happen. Looking at it though, from a outside perspective. They're playing Philly at home, so that could work in their favor. I mean, Philly's not perfect. We've seen. I mean, they lost to the Commanders. If they're well coached that game. You could see maybe a, a Cowboys. Yeah, but they never know. only lost to the Commanders. 
That's the only team they've lost to this year. But they <laughs> like, lost to the Commanders, Vince. I'm just uh, saying yeah. who they lost to. Yeah, I yeah. know. I get it. It's just something about I don't love Dak Prescott. I don't love this team. I don't like Mike McCarthy. It just feels like one of those they they end the year twelve and four and then they lose in the second round of the playoffs. That's what or it feels the first. like. To me. Or they'll lose. It the might first be the first. Playoffs. Shit, it might be the first. Because they're gonna be in a situation where they have to play well. That's the thing too. They might have to play the like the Bucks because <laughs> they might be the four seed, depending <laughs> or Carolina. Who knows? Yeah, it could be Carolina. That's the saddest part about all this. Shit. Could be fucking Sammy D leading the boys out. You know, that'd you be know. so such a fake playoff run for the Carolina. What if Panthers? San Darnold comes out and he's like, "I'm taking the boys to the show. I'm taking the that'd boys to the Rose Bowl with my rose colored hair." That would be crazy. Extremely. Put on seal. Right. Nah, 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 we're not doing Someone seal. Someone put on, on seal. Put on seal. Okay. All right. And we move on. The Eagles fucking dismantled My the Giants. Eyes become larger. larger than all right. All right. All right. All right. That you shine can't be seen. We needed to get there. We needed to. We, I, I'm sorry. You can't like start that song and not finish it, Vince. It's true. God. It's true. He was married to yeah. Joel for a while. No, he wasn't. Oh. He was married to uh, Gwyneth Heidi Paltrow. Heidi Klum. Klum. That's what it was. Yeah. One of those blonde ladies. You don't even know. That's where people um, anyway. started on this side of the fence. The Eagles fucked up the Giants. Yeah, the, everybody. The Giants are sus at best, as really. fake as we thought they were. The fact that they're seven sus. five and one is all Dable. Good for you. Um, but at this point, it's like, all right, they need to run the ball more. True, they statement. need to run the table games, at this point. Games where Saquon or the quads man himself has over seventy one rushing yards, they they're win. seven and one. Yeah. Goes to show you why you need to run the ball more and stop putting the ball and game in the hands of Danny Dimes. It goes to show you that you need to use the best player on your goddamn team. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got to do that too. Yeah, I don't know. They're in a point now too where, you know, sitting these last couple weeks here, they got the Commanders, the Vikings, the Colts, and the Eagles. It's likely that they're at least going to split it 2-2 where you're looking at a situation where you're like, all right, well, but now... What are what are they gonna be? Seven, seven and one or something, seven, eight and one. The expectation was not for them to go all the way. No. This is gonna be a rebuild it here. Danny but will Jones they make the playoffs? Guy. No. I but right now they're in them. Yeah, but I, Vince, I don't see it happening, man. Yeah. No, I don't want I mean, them I know to the either. Picture is in the hunt and, and looking at that, yeah, a lot of teams are in the hunt. Okay. Well, and right. I mean the Seahawks are on the bubble. If you it ended today, know. they're in the playoffs. That's the thing. I mean, the, the Seahawks C- are nine and four. I mean, it's the insane. Seahawks are seven and six. But yeah, like that's that's the thing. It's like the my bad. The the 49ers are nine and four. Nine and four seven. Yeah. Okay, my bad. That's what they're playing. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I got my but mixes. I got my six I've done that already seven. twice in my head. You're all good. Um, but yeah, that Those that tie that they had with the Commanders is the only reason they're in the playoffs in the first place. So. You know, you could slot in the Seahawks. Shit, you could slot in the Lions if they win it out. Like, oh, there's the Lions need to win out. I'm so in for this, and that'd be fun. They got the Jets next week, and there's they have a chance to beat. I mean, they beat the freaking Vikings, so they have a chance to beat any team except for the Eagles. At this Let's point. go, DC Motor, Motor yeah. DC. Let's go, baby. So, um, see you, Giants, Jags, Titans, yeah. dude. 
good for Trevor Lawrence. I didn't think yeah. he was going to come back and be anything. He's a guy. But that dude <laughs> has come back and was like, you know what? I had a down week, but I'm going to come out and show out. And the first fuck he did. Uh, Travis Etienne disappears over the past three weeks, getting yep. a lot of attempts, not doing much with him. Smidge concerning. Don't know if that foot injury is something to be concerned about if you are a fantasy owner of his. But I would definitely pay attention to it because it's a little weird. You know, yeah. it's like his projections aren't what each game is yielding, and he was getting more red zone looks. Mm-hmm. And now it seems to me that they're going more to the air. And Evan Ingram, today, I think he had like, like 10 receptions or yeah. some shit. It was stupid. This is like the first time that a Jaguars tight end has had uh, over 10 receptions and not over 100 yards. Like, there's only happened like three times in their history. <laughs> Mercedes Lewis and, and, would be the other. Yeah, yeah. And then Kelsey's done it like three times this week, this year. <laughs> so <laughs> that's Dude. something to show you with the with the Jaguars tight ends history here. Mercedes Lewis was a dog in his prime. Just saying. He was. No, I agree. Don't, don't discount Mercedes Lewis. I will. But yeah, no, I mean, Jags don't sleep on them. They will be good in time, just not now. Yeah, sleep on them for this year, but not in the future. 100%. Chiefs Broncos, this game was a lot closer than anybody thought this would have been. Very weird. Very odd. Russell Wilson might be dead. He looked like he was seeing the heavens on that hit. Dear God, I felt really bad for him. Me too. I felt bad for talking that much shit about him. (laughs) It was a high-scoring game. Yes, it was. You think he got, Vince, okay. You think he got, like, hit right away and popped over and was like, Go Hawks! <laughs> yeah, no, I, know, I know. I was uh, I was listening to this or I was watching this clip today Go on Hawks. Twitter where it's like, what if uh, team Russ? What if Russell Wilson wakes up from the concussion and he's suddenly cool? <laughs> like, just like, yeah, what's up, guys? It's like, what do you mean, Broncos? Country? He just needs to get his bell rung. Yeah, exactly. He just needs to get his bell rung. Just sent his brain back into just being comes like back a, from the coma and he's like, man, who was I? I'm no longer a robot. I am now a human again. <laughs> like, welcome back, Russ. Welcome back. He did have buddy. a really good game, though. All things considered, uh, yeah. the Chiefs are an interesting team. They kind of just they do this every year too, where it's like you know they let teams stay with it. Like the Chiefs were winning by a decent margin in the first half, and then the Broncos just started coming back. And then when Brett Ripon came in, you're like, all right. It's Brett Ripon. <laughs> like the verdict's out on him yeah, too. No so, way. you know, but there was a chance where it was in reach. But you know, like even if the Broncos scored another touchdown, the Chiefs would have had enough time to run the ball down the field and and finish the game. So, whatever. It's good for them. Uh, it's probably a moral victory for the Broncos, and then they lose their you know franchise quarterback for what it is. So, you know. Yeah. Well, it seems like the Seahawks fleeced them in that trade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Outside looking at time will tell, but yeah. But you know. Prayers up to Russ. Hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. Definitely not coming back this. No. Maybe not the rest of the year. Who knows? I wouldn't. Uh, no shot. So, yeah. Uh, Chiefs well on their way to a playoff berth. We'll win that division. Yeah. And they might just be the first seed in the playoffs again. 100%. There's the Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs. Just what we've Defense, gotten used to at this point. Defense is looking good. They probably have the best easy schedule for the rest of they the season. They might have given up the most points against the Broncos though all season. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it was fine if they did. It was They're just like whatever. Player. Yeah, we're a playoff team at this like, point. Yeah, how are you doing keep it moving? I mean, they, they don't give a shit. I mean, at this stage of the game, who do they have left? They play Houston this weekend and then they yep. have Seattle and Denver again. Yeah, they're they're going to So they're going to stick it to Denver again. So, shout out Brett Ripon. Anyways, uh, Panthers, Seahawks, 
This was a crazy game. How? Seahawks don't play well at home, dude. The two losses in a row at home. Raiders and now the Panthers. They shit the bed at home. Gino looked bad. Yeah, like Gino I know, has his days, man. I know they didn't have Kenneth Walker. Geno Smith looked like the Geno Smith that we grown accustomed to before this year. Um, they threw the ball a lot. Didn't seem like a lot of them were actually, you know, he spread out the offense pretty well. They were all playing well. It was just, yeah, the Panthers aren't that good. Like, what's going on here? Like, how does this end up happening to them? Uh, I don't know. The Seahawks might make the playoffs. They still might make the playoffs, but I don't know. I don't have much. I don't have much love Dude, for them. They had it's like cool that they are 42 they are. rushing attempts in total, meaning the Panthers. They let Sam yeah. Darnold throw the ball 24 times. It worked out. Yeah. That, there you go. Play defense, run the ball. You're yeah. Fine. I mean, shit. You like Deontay Foreman's good. This has been obvious. And then Chuba Hubbard, if he can come in and do anything, that's going to be, you know, through some picks, happen. but I will say this, that Panthers defense looks stout and they got a ton of yeah. draft picks and they could in fact be coming next year. So pay attention. Or they could win the division. Shit. Maybe this yeah. year. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. We'll see what Tom does. I'm not expecting it. Tom's not going to let that happen. Take it easy. All right. Speaking Tom. of Tom. Hey, be nice. Woof. <laughs> be nice. <laughs> be nice to what? That was brutal. Brock Purdy season, baby. Brock Purdy is on a questionable list right now by getting just Relax. manhandled a couple times. <laughs> Did you watch his first play when he got he, his ass just completely? Yeah, he's he welcome to the NFL, kid. Yep, but he was good. Taking some Justin Field ass rookie year hits. Yeah, he was. I um, feel like they do it on purpose. They're like, you'll be fine. Get him out there. Let us get let him get his ass beat so we can get used to it. Um, this was a victory by committee, basically, because everybody kind of seemed to have a role. Debo going down was a little worrisome. Probably will be back in the playoffs, but the he has Niners a are MCL and a high ankle sprain on the same fucking play. That sounds yep. awful. Yeah, but they're saying that he's gonna probably be able to come back by the playoff time, which is they're gonna need it. But if Brock Purdy plays like this, I don't see why my Super Bowl prediction is any different than it already was. Yeah, I wouldn't bank on all that unless Brock Purdy is Tom Brady. He was, it, which he he was well so, be. so, so good this week. Didn't throw so a pick, good. was consistent. He looks like Jimmy G, but far more mobile. And yep. not only that, but he was he ran for a touchdown. He threw two touchdowns. He seems to have a really good connection with Brandon Ayuk. Um, you know, who's also a dog. He gets overshadowed a lot, but he's a dog. He's getting the ball out to Christian McCaffrey, which I think is really smart. McCaffrey, if you have him in fantasy in your playoffs, I mean, he's going to be a potential league winner for you. You know, they, yeah. they do have some pieces that defense just looks nasty. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like also Brock Purdy drafted later than Tom Brady was drafted. So just keep that in mind. Iowa um, State King. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Brock Birdie wasn't great in college. Obviously, his parents are crying and shit though on the sidelines. You That's know, awesome. They're, they're a small town family from Iowa. I mean, how you got to be? Yeah, I mean, and on. he's playing quarterback an for the San Francisco Forty ers That is crazy. If you're a small town kid and you're playing for the freaking Joe Montana Steve Young team, you're like, holy shit! Like I'm a when dog. players are like coming to the podium and they're like, we got a quarterback. Nick Bosa comes to the podium. We got a quarterback. I mean, it's. It's awesome to see. Yeah. I mean, it's they won't really say great. they wouldn't say otherwise if they want to do. But just well, the fact yeah, well, that they, they have to the point be like, this guy's average. This fuck. guy sucks. Bring back Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. But OK, real question, though. Brock Purdy shows out, you know, maybe the 49ers go through and win it all. 
What happens next year? I think Brock Purdy, you got to roll with him. Tom Brady. Over Lance? Yeah. Trey Lance See has you, Trey? proven nothing. Trey Lance Trey doesn't Lance have the ability to prove dog anything shit. yet. Yeah. No, he had three games this season. He had he... one game. Two. Didn't he have he had two maybe? And the first yeah. one it was a it was the freaking rainy Bears game. Doesn't that matter. Justin Fields showed out that game. He did facts. That's facts. So, you know, to the point, you have the best offensive mind maybe in the league. Yeah. Definitely I mean, as far on. as their their schematics go. Come on. I'm just saying, like it, it doesn't it doesn't compute. You give him the Tom Brady effect. You let him become Tom Brady 2.0. Yep. Not Trey Lance play Drew Bledsoe. Exactly. Bada bing, bada boom. They fucked exactly. the Buccaneers look bad. Yeah, the Bucs don't look like they. I mean, Tom just doesn't have protection. But they go to the playoffs and anything's possible. But they just well don't to look that good. point though. 49ers <laughs> were sitting on the quick pass or pop pass all game long, and they were batting up balls left and right. The running game couldn't get going. It was a shit show. Yeah, the whole thing. Mike bad. Evans, I thought, got that that touchdown. I thought that was going to be like, okay, now they're back in the game. That wasn't the case. See, that's the thing, too, is if you read body language, like Tom Brady looks like he hates his life out there. Mike Evans looks pissed off. like <laughs> just not interested in playing a right lot, now. A lot of people are saying that Tom might go to the Raiders next year. You want to know where play. he might go? Foxborough, baby. <laughs> he might Matt go Jones back to New England. again. Move yeah, over. fuck yeah. If Tom Brady's either, that coming or, to... either that or he wants to go to Vegas as a single man, throw money down on the machines and... I'll tell you what, there's no openings in San Francisco with Brock Purdy playing, so he can't play at his own. No, hometown. there isn't. There isn't. So you know what? Hey, I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to play with my old coach. I'm going to run this offense the way it can be run. And I, got, I don't think he'd want to go there. I got Devontae. I got Josh Jacobs. I he, got Waller. I got McDaniels. He probably knows what McDaniels is like as a head coach, and he's probably like, fuck that shit. <laughs> Either that or he's like, I'm down to clown. Let's do it. Because I can tell him what I want to do, and he's not going to say shit. Yeah, he's going to be like, yeah, time to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you made you literally made me a head coach three times just because you're so good. Pretty That's much. exactly he's like, just happened. do it again, Tom. I'll yep. just sit back <laughs> and let you do what you do. So uh, anyways, Bears. Vince. Oh, no, yeah. not Bears yet. Well, Bats. Dolphins, Dolphins, Chargers. Brandon Staley didn't fuck it up. Congratulations. That's all I have to say. Hey, dude. I will say this. That kid for the Chargers is a legitimate quarterback. Yeah, Justin he's just Herbert fucked. He's fucked being on a, that team. He needs a new head coach, but if he had one, he is a dog. I mean, 367 passing yards. He was fitting in throws left and right. I was he's surprised. so good. He's it's so insane. good. It just sucks that he's on the Chargers and he's just going to live in. Keenan Allen is an absolute beast. So is Mike Williams, man. That whole team's fucking good. If they're healthy, though, do you think that offense is a totally different ballgame? I think so. What, for the season, you're saying? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I don't think Brandon Staley's good. I don't. It's and not I don't Brandon think... Staley. It's about the players on the field to make it happen. And that's why no, I'm saying. I know, I mean, but just Mike choices Williams that he... Keenan Allen have healthy years. He's personally lost them, like, more than two games this year. Yeah. He sucks at coaching. He does. He's just bad at coaching. And Speaking then... of bad at coaching, Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> oh, well, he kind of got... Well, okay, to start this off, Kyler, Kyler. Murray, like second play of the game, just yeah. tears his ACL, non contact play. Yeah, terrible he's to see. So, back to our narrative, though, about the turf field thing. Do you think it's bullshit? Because the Cardinal I... field is technically real grass. 
No, because I think you could still get injured in real grass. I still think turf is worse for you overall right. injury wise. Right. I'm trust I'm trusting the players at this point, and it makes a lot of sense to me. Fair enough, Vince. Fair enough. Also, also you. they get um. I'm with you. Uh, Max Duggan was talking about it too, because he doesn't like the turf either, because he's got that pure Irish skin or whatever it is, Scottish or whatever the white skin is that I have too. Um, you get you get ripped up on turf, dude, <laughs> and it just fucks up their skin and just makes you bloody and brutal. Like oh, grass hurts. is grass is a little bit more padded than turf is. Turf is not a good idea in my opinion. Yeah, falling on grass, anyway. falling on grass is not as fun as falling on turf. That's a that's a truth. Falling on grass is better for your body overall than falling on turf. There's no doubt about that. Probably yeah, falling on the ground, getting getting one with the ground. You know, definitely something you should do every now and again. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, Pats. I mean, hey, they stuck this one out. Ramondre Stevenson, thank you for coming in on the, those other two plays, and you know, me <laughs> and doing the bare by. minimum. <laughs> yeah, doing the bare minimum to get Mike Stass first round by. I knew that's why you came back in. So thank you. The Pats and might I make the playoffs, it. and they won't do shit in the playoffs. So there's that until on that. Tom comes back next year. Defense still looks strong. Matthew Judon's leading the lead in sacks. Guy's a fucking freak. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, it truly is. But the Cardinals are toast. <laughs> Cards are 100 percent. Colt McCoy. Season. Yeah. And, and Colt McCoy, it, he'll lead them through. But, you know, Kyler will come back next year. I think Sean Payton comes to lead that team next year. Pay attention I would not that. be surprised in the least. Sean Payton to- knows how to work with the small Kings. They got weapons with Hollywood Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, James Conner. That defense just needs a little love and then they could be something. So wouldn't surprise me. Surprise. Yeah, no. but All this right, week, let's... this year they suck. Uh, one, one more thing before we go into week 15 picks. Uh, I found this, this graph today that I found very informational about point oh. differentials between the best teams through week 14, the You're Eagles point differential. Me. What's that? Sneaking, uh, sneaking the fun stuff up on me here. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So point oh. differentials here, the Eagles plus 138. They've been dominating the bills plus 132. Same deal. Cowboys plus 131. Same deal. Chiefs plus 86. Somewhere around where they're usually going to be. And then you're looking at the fifth best team in the NFL with a negative one point differential, the Minnesota Vikings. Suspect. Suspect. Told you that the 49ers Vikings are plus 120. Suspect. Told you. Bengals plus Told 70. Ravens plus 51. And then the Dolphins are plus four. They're also a suspect team as well. The Vikings are suspect. They're in a bad division takeout this week, obviously losing to the Lions. I mean, like, I understand that Vikings fans are jacked about all this stuff, and they're like, hey, they're a good team, all that. I get it. I would be the same way. I'd be like, fuck you guys. Fuck the haters. They're 10-3. and They're going to the playoffs. They're in a good spot. Minus one point differential as a winning team is terrifying to look at as far as how it's like, hey, we only win games by two points, and when we lose, we lose. (laughs) Like, that's basically what that ends up saying. Captain Kirk is the worst when the lights are the brightest. Yeah. For the record. That guy doesn't, I don't think if he, he has a comeback win in his entire career that he led. So let's just relax. Except the only, for the, you like that. The only spin zone you can make is that they're good at winning close games. That's the only, yeah, the only thing you can say about games, that. The only close game this year that it's of worth a shit is literally against the bills. Yeah. And the defense won that that game. Right. So. So just keep that in mind as it goes forward. I don't have a lot of faith for the Minnesota Vikings this year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. No, the point differential tails the tape. So it goes to show you if you want to bet over, 
right? Or plus or shit, under. bet the spread. <laughs> Just take okay, the Vikings. To your point, bet the spread. They're gonna they're gonna be close no matter what. Hundred percent. So if that's a minus three spread, you better take the Vikings. Better take it. Might as well. Yeah, it's it's silly money. All right. Except for this, go over the sp- the Colts. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Or who yeah. knows? Colts might come back. Anyways, true. Um, Bears corner. <sighs> Anyways, we're back with. <laughs> I was going to say it was corner. a bye week. What you? <sighs> That's about it. <laughs> How are we feeling after this bye week, Vince? I mean, okay, yeah. So we lost a close one to the, to the Packers, and yep. You know, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. You know, we're in a situation now where you want to keep that pick. I was really, 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 and this is why I was mad that the Texans didn't win. I was really hoping they won, so we were just a little bit closer to that first overall. But I think we're pretty steadfast with the second pick overall. I mean, this week, I don't see the Bears winning the game. I don't I don't know what to say about that. If we look that. at the Tankathon right now, okay. Houston's yeah. the first pick in the draft. Denver would be the second, and Seattle gets that pick. The yep. Bears would be the third, and then the Rams would be the fourth, but the Rams sold that pick to Detroit. Yeah, which Stafford. is crazy that a team so like that Detroit gets the overall pick. would get the fourth overall pick. New so Orleans, they do Philadelphia would technically have the fifth pick. Yeah. Maybe the Lions do take a quarterback. I don't know. Either that or you trade Shit, down and I you get more picks. That. Yeah. The Bears still at Damn. three could trade that pick. They're down they're trading picks down, for sure. They're going to be at two probably by the end of the season. I'd say. Yeah, I'd say they'll be better than or worse than Denver in the Tankathon. Yeah, but I Lost mean, six. they don't have a quarterback because I mean the Bears haven't won in forever, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> We're just sitting at a point where it's just like you want to see Fields play was... well, you want to see those young guys do well, and then you want to see you want to see an L on the scoreboard at the end, which is sad to say. Like, I always wanted them to win when we're watching a game, but at the end of the day, the losses help us at the end because we're going to get – they're going to trade down. Like, they're not going to pick anybody when it's obviously a quarterback position. They know they're going to get overpaid for it. They're just going to take the money and run with it, and it's highway robbery. And then get a get a pick in the 7, 8, 9 range and go forward that way, maybe pick up some offensive line help or a defender here or there because obviously we need that and go about that. Cause that makes the most sense to me as far as like why overdraft somebody at two, just cause you're there. No, you don't. The bears need to trade this pick. Yeah. If they don't trade this pick, I will legitimately just jump off my balcony. Yeah. They're overvaluing an edge rusher or something at that point. If they don't, yeah, trade don't, this pick. don't just trade the pick back. You'll have guys get, get an offensive lineman, get a wide receiver. Najigba would be a great pick for us. Yeah. In the Hell later yeah. portion of the first round. Is Marvin Harrison going this year or next? Next year. Ah, Marvin damn. Harrison Jr. goes next year. He's got one more year of eligibility. Got it. And he has to play technically because he is a sophomore. I would love to see him on the Bears, though. Oh, yeah. But Najigba did play with Justin Fields at Ohio State. They yeah. So there's before. a connection there. Right. So they have connect. They have a connection. That would be great to see. You get an offensive lineman in Najigba. That would be the perfect first. Perfect first round for me. Perfect. I agree. I don't and, need anything else. You know, we do need some defenders. <laughs> there's a, we do need a little defense. There's a bit but of a you got to protect there. the kid. You got to get him a weapon. No doubt. And then, you know, rounds two through seven, just go all defense. You'll be able to find some beasts. Yeah, because if you're looking at 
if you're looking at Justin Fields, you're going to keep Monty, obviously, hopefully. Um, and no, then they're not keeping Monty. No fucking way. They might. We'll see. They're but not. Also, Vince, they're not keeping Monty. Running no backs are, are, keeping, why would you keep Monty? You have Khalil Herbert there. You draft sure. a running back in the sixth round. He'll be a guy. Yeah. Either way. That's not even the point, really, I'm making because it's you got Claypool for another year. You got Darnell Mooney. And then you bring a, you know, Smith and Jigba or whoever you're going to bring in there. Having those three receivers there, you can't make the excuse anymore that he has nobody to throw to. Because Cole Komet's well, really two, come up to this year. He has two wide receiver threes. Cole Komet actually leads the NFL. He's top five in the NFL of tight ends in yep. separation, which is actually a huge, that's a huge thing to hang your hat on. So he's getting better, which is nice to see. Talent-wise, he has the talent to be a top five, top ten tight end in the league. So he has it's, a quarterback to get him the football. Yes, he does. And he's doing that now. So Finally. Finally, but to 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 warrant that, I believe offensive lineman, get him another weapon and yeah. let's roll. Because Mooney is a slot guy and Chase Claypool's wide receiver two three at best. Yeah, Chase Claypool should I'm be sorry. a weak a weak side on the on the line. Put Darnell in the slot and then have a guy that's just a burner that can go deep. That's really what we need because like there's speed obviously, but you know. Darnell Mooney's fast, but he's not creating separation on those deep balls when you can have a guy on the outside that's a little bit bigger, a little more physical that can get up there and get the ball. That's kind of what you want at this point. I'm with you. 100%. I feel it. We'll see. We'll see how bad they fuck it up. All right. Because let's face it, they're probably not going to be able to compete until 2024. Yeah. are going to have sure. another build year and then move from there. No mm. doubt about it. All right. Go Kim Bears. Week 15. <laughs> Bears. Coming back this week. All right, 49ers and Seahawks at the Seahawks. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Week 15 picks. Here we go. 49ers, Seahawks. Mike, who do you want? Go go Niners. Let's go. Pretty Pretty season, season, baby. baby. I'm taking them as well. I'm not going to ever not take them. Colts add Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings. Yeah, I'm not taking the Colts either. It's yeah, no. even though, hey, they're playing on Saturday. Don't play games. They're playing on Saturday. Jeff Saturday's the coach. Still not going to take them. So these are the three Saturday games. Another one, Ravens at Browns on Saturday. I'm going to take the Ravens. Sounds crazy. I'm taking the Ravens. You're taking the Ravens. Sounds I'm so taking so the Browns. I think it's a get right here for them. I don't know no. about the Tyler Huntley thing. No. I don't think Lamar's no. back. No. Dolphins at Bills in her division. Mmm. It's all gonna be. It's all gonna just really depend on Tyree Kill's status because yeah. he does have a high ankle sprain. They're saying. So I in this stage of the game, we're just gonna run with Buffalo. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills as well. They look good last week. Uh, Eagles at Bears. <laughs> oh, go Eagles! Yeah, fly Eagles, fly easy. Fly, fly. Uh, Lions at Jets, kind of a fun game. Uh, Lions. I'm going to take the Lions as well. I think Mike White, the Magic's going again. Welcome uh, welcome to the train, buddy. Thank you. Much appreciated. Uh, Steelers at Panthers. Ooh. Um, hmm. Is Kenny playing this week? Uh, that's a question. I'm going to roll with the Panthers right now. I'm going to roll with the Panthers. You're I'm going to do the same kid. thing. They have something to play for this week. So yeah. give me the Panthers. They could possibly make the playoffs here. They're going to keep trying. Chiefs at Texans. Chiefs, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's the easiest pick of the week. <laughs> you can't pick the Texans. You'll be like, mm, let me see. 
<laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Falcons at Saints. Two teams that could uh, make the playoffs too. Toilet Bowl. Um, I'm just gonna go with the Saints. Taking the Saints. Uh Desmond Ritter game here coming up. We didn't mention that, but he's starting. Yeah, I was about to now. say yeah, but d- d- I don't know. I don't know I'm, if Desmond Ritter's the answer. So I love the first game for a rookie. Give me the Falcons. Let's have some fun with Wow. That. Cowboys at Jaguars. Big game for Trevor last week. I'm taking the bait, and I think the Cowboys drop one. Here. Oh, I do. I think this is the this is that game that they, they always go on this weird fucking slide. I yep. I do think the Jags win this game. They almost did it this week with the Texans. I uh, think the Jags win this game. My decision here was very close as well. I'm taking the Cowboys just because I think they really want to try to get this division if possible. Sure. But I'm not against them losing at this point either the worst game of the week two backup quarterbacks i'm sure of it cardinals at broncos shit bowl central yeah shit bowl central uh i i'm gonna take the cardinals though uh because i don't trust brett, brett ripen and i don't have any trust in that offense out there and, and i mean the defense might be the only saving grace but i think the cards are gonna win this game i think they got something to prove yeah, I promised myself I wouldn't take the Broncos again, and then I did, and then I regretted it, so I'm never going to do it again. I'm taking the Cardinals. <laughs> Let's go. It doesn't even matter if I think they're going to. I think the Broncos actually are going to win this week, but no, it no doesn't matter because no I, I can't take them. No Patriots shot. at Raiders. Go Pats. Let's go. This is another team I said I wouldn't take, but I'm taking them this week. It's the Raiders country. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> taking the Raiders. I'm Titans betting, at I'm Chargers. Betting. Titans playing for their playoff spot still? No, I think the Chargers are going to light this offense up, like or just light up their defense like no tomorrow. I think that Justin Herbert's going to just pass for a bajillion yards because that secondary is piss poor. So Justin Herbert season, let's go. Staley's horrible. Mike Vrabel's a dog. Give me the Titans. Let's go. Cool. Bengals at Bucks. Bengals. Yeah, there's no conversation Sorry, here. I'm taking the Bengals. Bengals they just suck this year. Yeah. No Bengals. Giants at Commanders. They both have the same record. Both trying to go to the same playoffs. Same record. Both tied. Brian Robinson had a good game. He might be questionable this game. I'm going to roll with Taylor Heineke. At home. I Let's love go. Heineke. I'm taking the Commanders, too. And Let's then go. last year would have been a good game. This year, you're looking at nah, bullshit. Rams at Packers. Let's go Pack Hill. You're taking the Packers. Yeah. I like Baker Mayfield. I'm taking the Rams. I fucking hate wow. the Packers. Here we go. All right. There's our picks. Again, parody. I have to come back a little bit here. It's almost impossible for me to wait at this point, so I'm doing my best to get yeah, there. So Vince, I mean, you know, Vince talked a lot of shit last year, and to give it right back to him. I won it last year. The f- okay. Yeah, I know you did. So what the fuck's going on, man? I mean, I'm, it's a tale of two tapes. Every dog has its day, Mike. Every dog. I mean, I'm just day. saying. You what? You got like two more weeks left here. Yeah, yep. you got two more, two more weeks to write this shit. Oh, two after this. We'll see what yeah. happens so, with this. So, one. Yeah, yeah. So you got two weeks. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to pull a rabbit out of your head in every every literal pick. What's the record right now? Oh God! What do we say? What's the <laughs> overall back, record? Come on, we're Vince. back at it again. I don't know. Just tease me. Uh, Come on, you do, know. What did we get Let last the week? Now. Eight and five, seven and six. We tied last week. We were eight and six last week. Or no, you picked up a game on me. You were eight and six. I was seven and five. Right. And then and then the week after, so the one that we talked about today, you picked up a game on me. So I'm still, and I didn't do the math, but I'm still 
still seven back. So it <laughs> looks like I need to uh, do a little bit of work. I don't know what the exact numbers are because I'm not going to mental taste math. Of victory, baby. So. Hey, I'm, that's why we run a podcast, because we're not the best at math. You know, it's I mean, this is kind of why we do what we I do. I do marketing. <laughs> I make shit look pretty. I sell <laughs> smoke detectors. Come yeah. on. Yeah, right. I mean, what are you talking about? Adding smoke together. Adding smoke together. I don't know the obscuration oh, of shit. everything. <laughs> yeah. That's a big word in case you know obscuration. I don't know what that know. means. That means what your smoke detector looks at when oh, smoke obscure? goes into its... Yeah. Kind of. The action of hiding or concealing something. Obscuration is the point where, and there's levels, right, of percentages of obscuration okay. that smoke detectors look for as a threshold for smoke because there's two LEDs in a smoke detector. Okay. And when smoke passes that beam, they go into alarm notifying you to get the fuck out. Right. There you have it. Okay. There's Small lesson in fire. You guys think you were going to learn that today? I fucking guarantee you you didn't because I didn't either. But you this know, is good to know. Did your grandpa learn that today? Well, he would have if he's been listening to this. Because we ask every week, Vince. It's it, We're a broken record. We're a broken fucking record. Get your grandpa to come listen to the boys because he would enjoy it. He would. He'd love us. He would. He would. We're he really would at home us. guys. We enjoy each other. We enjoy the grandpas. We're coming up. Yeah. You're remember Thanksgiving? Remember Thanksgiving when you didn't do shit? This is the time to make it up. This is the time to do it. This is the time to tell him. Call Grandpa Glenn right now. Right? Right. Good grandpa. Send him a link. And then he's going to be like, what is this this obscure, random, typed out shit? You're like, click on it and listen to the boys because they want to talk to you. That's really about it. That's all all I got to say about Grandpa. Do it for Grandpa Glenn. The boys want to express our love to Grandpa Glenn, all right? This one's for Grandpa Glenn and Mike Leach. R.I.P. R.I.P. to Mike Leach. Yeah, we should just give another one at the end of the show here. R.I.P. to Mike Leach. Three times. We did one at the top, one in the middle, one at the end, because the man was a legend. He was a pirate. No doubt about it. So with all that being said, people, we thank you so much for joining us. This upcoming week, okay, before we break, if we don't see you or if you don't tune in, have a very Merry Christmas. Yes. Or have a happy holiday. You know, Hanukkah starts next week. Mm -hmm. That's your thing. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, if right. you're into that shit, go ahead. Kwanzaa's <laughs> your thing. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah, and all we the other ones. support all the holidays. Yeah. You know? So thank you for tuning in once again this lovely Taxi Squad week. And as always, we will see you next week. Before we leave, uh, if you could just please uh, like oh and follow and comment and subscribe and rate us five stars, if you will. I can't believe I missed it, Vince. All those things. I just gotta Five make sure stars. That I mean, it's Five the biggest stars. thing. Subscribe. Subscribe. You know, just so you get notified when we tell you that we're back. Yeah. And that happens once a week. And if you don't remember, then how are you going to listen to us? Right. All I got to do is hit that little bell button, get all my notifications on Twitter of me just posting bullshit because people love that shit. Their Instagram, the Spotify, the Apple Music, if you listen on Anchor, if you listen on RSS, you got to do it, okay? Yeah, just do it. Just do it. And and then we'll see you next week. Peace.